Hi, welcome to the Career Refresh Podcast. I'm your host, Jill Griffin. I'm a former media and marketing executive turned career strategist and executive coach. I spent my career working my way up and through the ranks of global organizations and startups. And today I show others how to do the same. Join me each week as we discuss the strategies and actionable steps to leverage your strengths, increase your confidence, and develop your career well-being. Ready? Let's do it. Hey friends, welcome back to the Career Refresh Podcast. Okay, so I'm laughing because obviously I know what I'm going to talk about today and I feel a little sassy. And it really is the idea that aptitude tests for employment and interviewing, they're bullshit. Yup, I said it. So we're going to get into it. All right. According to Harvard Business Review, if you haven't taken a test as part of the hiring process, you probably will in your next job search. About 76% of organizations with more than 100 employees rely on assessments for external hiring, especially senior positions. And it helps them, they say, assess things like competence, emotional intelligence, and worth ethic. So today, employers like assessments because they're greatly reducing the time and cost of recruiting and hiring. Tests also prevent interviews from accepting or rejecting candidates based on any conscious or unconscious bias. And because tests can be given remotely and scored electronically in a working-from-home environment, they give us a much larger pool of candidates. All right, so that's the good part of assessments. Now let's get into the total BS. So many of my clients have said that they've been giving these assessments and tests, and I've been hearing about them like, do they study? Do they hire an external uh, person to help them test and study? You know, it really comes down to a personal decision. If it's a company that you really want to work for and that's important to you to hire someone to help you figure out how to get past these tests, or you want to brush up on your almost like SAT style questions and because, you know, they're timed. If that's what you want to do and that feels right for you, you should absolutely go do that. But what I am finding both from what my clients have said, the research I've done, and I'm going to share with you my own personal experience, these tests have very little at times to do with the actual position. So a lot of these tests are cognitive tests. They're you know anywhere from 50 to 75 questions. They're problem solving. They're math questions. You have you know, you know, 15 or 10 minutes to answer. And again, I can see how a test like this could be very useful for someone. Perhaps you're a financial analyst, you're a researcher, you're an accountant, right? It's that kind of work. But in the work that I'm talking about and the clients that I'm talking about, many of my clients are holding roles that are in product, design, creative, marketing, just to name a few. Assessing their aptitude based on their ability to do long division without a calculator is a little ridiculous, or asking them to do spatial relationship questions when they're in sales, sales development, or in healthcare feels a little incongruent and wonky. So I wanted to see for myself what the experience was. I saw a LinkedIn post for a career coach and I thought, you know what? I wonder what it's like to have colleagues again. It's, I love what I do. I love the people I work with. I love the companies and the organizations I work with, but there are times 
that I'm five years sitting in my home office when I'm not, you know, in front of an organization. And I do wonder at times, is there a way to collaborate, have that strategic sparring partner again, have, have connection with others, you know, outside of my clients, obviously there's connection, but I mean, as a peer, like having a peer group. So I've wondered at times what it would be like, and is there a way that, this could potentially work. So when I saw this post for a career coach where they only wanted between five and seven hours a week, I thought, huh, okay, maybe this might be helpful. Maybe this might be something that would kind of scratch that itch that that I have right now. So I applied for two week reasons. One, I thought five hours a week working with others might be the additional collaboration and strategic connection that I am seeking. And two, I also wanted to see what my colleagues and my clients go through when I hear about this. Prior to this assessment, it had been a few years since I've had firsthand experience with a cold recruitment process, right? I mean, 15 years perhaps. Other than that, I was either recruited or or I had personal connections. So I sent off my cover letter and my resume. Now, I get an automated response that stated I was invited to take the pre-employment assessment. Let's be clear. It's a pre-interview assessment. It is not a pre-employment assessment. And in case you're new here, I just want to ground. I have been a certified coach for over 14 years through multiple certifications and organizations world-recognized certified organizations. I also launched my own consultancy five years ago. And since then, I mean, I didn't totally count for this interview, but it's definitely over 200 one-on-one clients I have worked with. And I have led team dynamic workshops within organizations or through the virtual environment, servicing, I mean, close to 1,500 people through those workshops or through being hired to come in and give a speech or a workshop to an organization. All right. So, so I have some experience and by reputation alone, I wouldn't have a successful business if I wasn't decent at what I do. So I took the time to assessment and you know what? I failed. I failed big time. It, again, it was a lot of math, a lot of spatial relationship, um, you know, you don't get your score on, you know, remember with your SATs, you knew how you did on your English part or how you did on your math part, right? So you don't get a score like that. But I really failed. And I wish I had captured the screen results because what they said was something, or maybe this is what I just remember. It was something like, you're not ready yet, but keep trying. Please note, you're allowed to reapply in six months. So I have to tell you, I completely laughed. I mean, my first reaction was laugh, laughter. My second reaction was, yeah, um, fuck you. <laughs> and from there, you know, that was my thought. My thought was like, wait, you're going to tell me that I'm not good enough? I mean, I work with the top companies and top people everywhere, and I've been doing this for years with well-known brands and well-known companies, and you're going to tell me you're not good enough? And what are you catching right now, people? You're seeing that my brain spiraled. I then paused and was like, Oh, see, I got to do my own work and I am a product and a student of the work of watching your brain and being the watcher of my mind. So it was, it was a baby spiral. It wasn't a big spiral. It was a baby spiral. The whole thing was probably not more than an hour. So what did I do? One, as always, I say, I separated story for fact. The fact is I'm not a strong test taker, right? And yeah, you know, as a 
traumatic brain injury survivor, there's probably a couple of things rattling around up there too that also add to me not being the best timed, strong test taker. Um, but this is when I get to choose what I want to do. Meaning I could pay someone to train me. I could do a lot of those tests. I could get better at those tests, kind of like taking your Princeton review or your Kaplan review to take your, you know, any of your MCATs, your LSATs, your, your, you know, any of those tests. I could totally do that if I wanted to, but you could also just move on and go, okay, not for me. So I moved on. See, this is the mindset work. But I want to say one thing before I wrap this out of just saying that it is really looking at what is going on in my mind and deciding, is this helpful? Is this useful? And is this something I want to own? I don't. It's fine. But I want to say for the employers out there who are doing this, and maybe you don't care, but here are the two things I'm going to share with you. These assessments leave a really bad first impression. They feel kind of icky. So even though I wasn't a fit with you and you think I should keep trying, I'm not going to because I want to be in places that are human. I don't want to be in places that are automated and robotic. I want to be in organizations that want to have a dialogue with me and get to know me a bit before deciding if I'd be a fit. I want to be in a culture that has a high emotional IQ that there is a strategic element, that we are innovative, we are diverse, we are witty, and we are doing cool shit. I want to be around people where they are celebrating and welcoming me. The second thing I'll tell you is it tells me that your recruitment needs a lot of help. The people in your recruitment and HR department, it tells me that these people need the financial resources. They need support to be able to help. They're the entry point, right? There's some statistic out there that over 70% of people leave the job within the first year based on the, in the recruitment process, process and the first two weeks on the job. And I'll find the stat somewhere and I'll throw it back out there. But That's crazy. So this is telling me that your recruitment team needs help, that you need people, financial resources, you need support in order to start to create that culture of humanness, diversity, equity, inclusion, belonging. This assessment style, this is this pre-interview is telling me that your culture kind of sucks. And thank you for telling me who you are. Thank you for doing it before we start our courtship. And lastly, I should let you know that it's been about four months and that role is still posted on LinkedIn. So after all of that, my friends, they still haven't found anyone. (laughs) Okay, friends, I would love to know from you, have you been through this process? Have you taken an assessment? Did you succeed and how did it feel? Did you fail and how did it feel? As always, email me at hello at jillgriffincoaching.com. My friends, thank you for being here. I appreciate you so much and I'll see you next time. Hey, thanks for listening to the Career Refresh Podcast. If you're enjoying this and you want more information, go to my website, jillgriffincoaching.com. There you can find information on how to work with me one-on-one or my group programs or even bring me into your workplace. I'll put the link to my website in the show notes. But hey, listen, before you go, do me a favor, rate and review this podcast because it definitely helps me get the word out to people everywhere so that they can also thrive in the workplace. All right, friends, I appreciate you. I'll see you soon.